Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, What is the Message? Let's pray. Father, we come to you today ready for what you have, Father, putting everything aside, our own opinions and thoughts, and focusing totally on you and your word. Speak to us today in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about what is the message. Yesterday, we talked about the question, what if every Christian witnessed about Jesus to at least one person per day? And then we talked about a hypothetical town of 100,000 people that had 20,000 Christians that all witnessed to one person a day. So that would be 7.3 million people witnessed to about Jesus in just one year. But what would those Christians say when they witnessed to others? What would be the overriding part of their message? Would it be a message like the Pharisees would give about following their religious rules about their denomination? Sadly, that is what many Christians will do in these last days. Many give a message about their denomination and why it is the right one. But there is nothing in the Bible that calls us to do that. Now to put that into balance, there is nothing wrong with each of us being proud of our church and our pastor and the people in our church. That can be part of the message, but it should just be a small part of our message in witnessing to the lost. The message of the cross is our call. That is the call in the Great Commission to tell people what Jesus did for you and I and those we witness to. We can never, ever forget that our denomination didn't die on the cross at Calvary. Jesus died on that cross, and he didn't have a religious denominational bone in his body. His message of love was for everyone. His message was to receive him as Lord and Savior and to be born again and follow Him, and follow the Word of God. Well, let's talk today about what is the message to the lost? How do we witness to them? What does the Word of God tell us? Well, let's start in 2 Timothy 4, verses 1 through 5 in the Amplified. The title of this chapter is Preach the Word. 1. I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is judge of the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom. To a, preach the word as an official messenger. Pause. Folks, we were never called to preach religiously or denomination. I know that will ruffle some feathers out there, but God never called us to do that. He said to preach the word of God the message of the cross, what Jesus did for us at Calvary. He never intended for us in 2022 to tell people, here is what our denomination thinks about God and what he meant for today's times. For example, we think it is okay to kill babies in the womb. We think it is okay to defile the marriage bed and allow sex of any kind outside of a man and woman in marriage. God said to preach the word, not to twist it into what we want it to say to meet our fleshly desires. We are to preach the word of God, not recruit people to our church. 
This podcast started with a message from the Holy Spirit to me in the middle of the night over two years ago. In that still small voice, I heard the Holy Spirit say that arguing doesn't change anyone. Only the Word of God changes people and to start these daily messages. That is why most of my messages are filled with the Word of God, not my feelings. The Word of God is a living thing. It is a lamp. It is a light to our path. Now let's read verse 2 in its entirety. Preach the Word as an official messenger. Be ready when the time is right and even when it is not. Keep your sense of urgency, whether the opportunity seems favorable or unfavorable, whether convenient or inconvenient, whether welcome or unwelcome. Correct those who err in doctrine or behavior. Warn those who sin. Exhort and encourage those who are growing towards spiritual maturity with inexhaustible patience and faithful teaching. My friends, we are to preach and share the Word of God when the time is right and even when it is not and to keep our sense of urgency. People are dying and going to hell every single day. It doesn't matter if sharing the gospel is convenient or inconvenient to us. We are called to share this great message of salvation through Jesus Christ and no other God. Three, for the time will come when people will not tolerate sound doctrine and accurate instruction that challenges them with God's truth but wanting to have their ears tickled with something pleasing. They will accumulate for themselves many teachers, one after another, chosen to satisfy their own desires and to support the errors they hold. Folks, these are the times that we are in today. Many people won't accept sound doctrine, even many so-called church people. They want their ears tickled with something pleasing to the flesh. And sadly, they will find many self-proclaimed preachers that will deceive them with their messages from the devil to please their flesh. Do not be fooled. Stay with the Word of God, all of the Word of God, not just the parts that your flesh likes. For, and will turn their ears away from the truth, and will wander off into myths and man-made fictions, and will accept the unacceptable. My friends, many in the church have wandered off into myths and man-made fictions, and they have accepted what is unacceptable to God. They will end up with their God, Satan, in a very bad place, unless they repent and return to Jesus. Five, but as for you, be clear-headed in every situation. Stay calm and cool and steady. Endure every hardship without flinching. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill the duties of your ministry. Folks, we need to continue to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, no matter what Satan's people say about us. And many of those have media time to spew their ungodly lies. Now John 20 Verses 21 through 23 in the Amplified. Then Jesus said to them again, Peace to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you as my representatives. My friends, Jesus has sent you and I out as his representatives to share his message of redemption. 22, And when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. 
23. If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven because of their faith. If you retain the sins of anyone, they are retained and remain unforgiven because of their unbelief. Folks, people remain unforgiven because of their choice to not believe on Jesus. He wants to forgive everyone. That is part of our message to the lost. Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20 in the Amplified. Jesus came up and said to them, All authority, all power of absolute rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me. 19. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. My friends, don't miss these points. We are to share these things with the lost. We are to help them learn about Jesus and then believe in Jesus and obey Jesus, the Word of God, the Bible, and baptize them. 20. Teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, remaining with you perpetually, regardless of circumstance, and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. Now closing Mark 16, verses 14 through 16 in the Amplified. 14. Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven disciples themselves as they were reclining at the table, and he called them to account for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen from death. Folks, Jesus is telling us the same thing today, to get busy and take action on our faith, to do the next verse. Verse 15. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. My friends, every true Christian is called to do this, to go into the world and preach the gospel. The good news that Jesus paid the price for their sins. He died at Calvary for them. He rose from the dead. He paid the price for their sins, and they can walk in that forgiveness if, if they choose to receive that free gift by being born again or saved by repenting of their sins and truly confessing Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and then choosing to continue with Him until the end. Verse 16, He who has believed in me and has been baptized will be saved from the penalty of God's wrath and judgment, but he who has not believed will be condemned. Folks, Jesus can't be more clear than He was in verse 16, and we should be that clear in sharing the gospel that those who believe in Jesus as Lord and Savior and then live it with their life in obedience to His words, they will be saved from the penalty of God's wrath and judgment. Those unbelievers will be condemned to a burning hell, but the followers of Jesus will have an eternity in heaven with Jesus. I encourage you today to not only share the gospel of Jesus Christ every day, but to share it properly with the focus on Jesus and what he did for us at Calvary. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for helping us. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus. We choose to properly share your word, Father, just as you instructed us in your Bible, not to waver from what you told us to do, Father. Thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you 
on the cross at Calvary.